was a matter of genetics, after all, and had little to do with her personally. She'd listened to accolades on her eyes for 26 years with a kind of detached wonder. There was a miniature in her father's library of his great-grandmother, another Serena. If anyone had asked, she could have explained the process of genetics that resulted in the resemblance, down to the bone structure and eye shade, and the reputed temper. But the men she met were generally not interested in scientific explanation, and Serena was generally not interested in them. Below her, the crowd flowing up the gangway was thinning. Shortly, the Calypso band would be playing on the Lido deck to entertain the passengers while the ship prepared to sail. Serena would enjoy staying outside, listening to the tinny rhythmic music and laughter. There would be a buffet laden with more food than the well over 1,000 people could possibly eat, exotic drinks and excitement. Soon the rails would be packed with people wanting that last glimpse of shore before all there would be was open sea. Wistfully, she watched the last stragglers come on board. It was the final cruise of the season. When they returned to Miami, the celebration would go into dry dock for two months. When it sailed again, Serena wouldn't be on it. She'd already made up her mind that it was time to move on. When she'd taken the job on the ship, she had been looking for one thing, freedom from years of study, from family expectations, from her own restlessness. She knew she had accomplished something in the year on her own. Serena had found the independence she had always struggled for, and she had escaped the niche so many of her college friends had been determinedly heading for, a good marriage. And yet, Though she'd found the freedom and independence, she hadn't found the most important ingredient, the goal. What did Serena McGregor want to do with the rest of her life? She didn't want the political career both her brothers had chosen. She didn't want to teach or lecture. She wanted excitement and challenges and no longer wanted to look for them in a classroom. They were all negative answers, but she knew whatever it was that would fill the rest of her life wouldn't be found by floating endlessly in the Bahamas. Time to get off the boat, Rena, she told herself with a sudden smile. The next adventure's always just around the corner. Not knowing what it would be only made the search more intriguing. The first long, loud blast of the horn was her signal. Drawing back from the rail, Serena went to her cabin to change. Within 30 minutes, she entered the ship's casino dressed in the modified tux that was her uniform. She had pulled her hair back in a loose bun at the nape of her neck so that it wouldn't tend to fall all over her face. Her hands would soon be too busy to fool with it. The chandeliers were lit, spilling light onto the red and gold Art Deco carpet. Long, curved windows allowed a view of the glassed-in promenade deck, then the blue-green stretch of sea. The remaining walls were lined with slot machines, as silent as soldiers waiting for an attack. Fussing with the bow tie she could never seem to get quite right, Serena crossed to her supervisor. As with any sailor, the shifting of the ship under her feet went unnoticed. Serena McGregor reporting for duty, sir, she said crisply. Turning, a clipboard in one hand, he looked her up and down. Dale Zimmerman's lightweight boxer's build skimmed just under six feet. He had a smooth, handsome face he dedicatedly tanned, winning crinkles at the corners of his light blue eyes, and sun-bleached hair that curled riotously. He had a reputation, which he assiduously promoted, of being a marvelous lover. After his brief study of Serena, his grin broke out. Serena, can't you ever get this thing right? Tucking the clipboard under his arm, Dale straightened her tie. I like giving you something to do. You know, lover, if you're serious about quitting after this run, 
This is gonna be your last chance for paradise. Tugging on her tie, he lifted his eyes to grin into hers. Serena cocked a brow. What had begun a year ago as an ardent pursual on Dale's part had been tempered into a good-humored joke about Serena's refusal to go to bed with him. They had become, more to his surprise than hers, friends. I'm gonna hate to miss it, Serena told him with a sigh. Did the little redhead from South Dakota go home happy? She asked with a guileless smile. Dale's eyes narrowed. Anybody ever tell you that you see too much? All the time. What's my table? You're on two. Taking out a cigarette, Dale lit it as she walked away. If anyone had told him a year before that a classy number like Serena McGregor would not only hold him off but make him feel fraternal, he'd have recommended a good psychiatrist. With a shrug, he went back to his clipboard. He was going to regret losing her.